koa o Raki te maikau, waitaki te awa, uh, kaitahu te iwi, kati, uh, te, uh, kaitapahi te hapu, uh, nō tākaua hau, nō te whānau o Wesley te kāhu. So, um, o tākau is where I'm from, from the Wesley whānau. Um, yeah, whānau's been here generations. Now, just to those who aren't familiar with South Island like myself, you know, this is the first time for me here. Otago or Tako, is that the Māori translation of Otago? Uh, other way around, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, so Otako is the original name. Otako is the original name, yeah. And it's the name of, of the harbour out here, Te Tai Otako. Uh, so when the first settlers came here, um, the, the dialect of the people here was a little bit sort of softer, I suppose. Uh, and so it was picked up Otako, Otago. So you'll hear the subtle differences in, in meta. So Rachel, what's your what's your role here? Uh, I'm the manager of Terunanga Otako. Uh, so Terunanga Otako is like the the political um, legal structure of the hapu here at Otako Marae. Um, and so, yep, just look after the operational aspects of the marae and and do a lot of the grunt work for the runaka. <laughs> and gee, what look at look at your you know this is your backyard. Yeah. What a stunning view. Can we, do these moanga next to us have names? They uh, do indeed. Uh, this one right next to us on the, the right is Te Atua or Taihu. Um, and that's a, a moka that we hold pretty special here at Otako. Quite often when people are doing their, you know, pepeha um, from Otako, they quite often refer to as Te Atua or Taihu as their, their moka. Um, there's old urupa and things up there too, so a wahitapu. Pukekura, also known as Tairoa Heads, uh, if you look on maps, uh, that's uh, a place where we had a pa traditionally, Kaitahu Pa. Um, and then in 1840, the Treaty of Waitangi was signed uh, by Koraku and Karitai, uh, just off uh, Pukekura um, on June the 13th, 1840. Coming along there, you can just see the very beginnings of, of Hotai, which is a, another pretty impressive hill. Oh, way out in the distance here. there. No, no, oh, no, oh, just, just coming right. back this way along the peninsula. Um, if we jump up the coast, that furthest point we can see yeah. is uh, Matakaya, Shag Point, so that's getting up into Moiraki, Takiwa, up there. Um, and from here at Otako, we can wave at our whanauka over at, at Pukitaraki. Pukitaraki. Uh, yeah. Um, Kati Huirapa, uh, Kei Pukitaraki. Um, they're based at Karitani, so things are a little bit hazy at the moment, but on a clear day you can normally see the cliffs of Huriawa Peninsula, which is yeah, a traditional stronghold of theirs as well. And there's a community here as well. How many people reside in Otako? Um, there's probably around a good hundred who reside here permanently. Um, over summer the numbers swell to a good couple of hundred with the arrival of the Cribbies over Christmas, New Year, out here for their summer. The Cribbies. The Cribbies. Um, in the North Island, <laughs> I suppose. What do you, I don't know what you'd call them in the North Island. They're the holiday people that come and stay in their cribs or batches, I suppose. Ah, oh, the, the Cribbies. So, so do they make the? Do they have holiday homes here? Yeah, they do. Oh. There's quite a number. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, this is this the Awa or the Moana out here? What's the? Uh, it is the Otago Harbour. Oh, right. uh, But when we're talking about it, um, you know, as far as us from Otago is concerned, it's our, our it's in, yeah, it's Titai Otako, so it's Tetai. Oh, yeah, the harbour of, of Otako. Um, quite often when we're doing mihi or, or pepeha, uh, we often refer to it as our awa. Yeah, yeah. 
Nice. So, Rachel, um, manager here at Terunanga or Otaka, you're going to take me around? Indeed. Directly in front of us over these trees is a, is a Urupa Cemetery. Yeah. Is this the local Marae one? Uh, yeah, it is indeed. Um, this one's been in use since the mid-19th uh, century. Um, and it replaced an older urupa, which is down on the sand dunes, uh, just in front of us, along the beach there. Um, yeah, there's quite a number of unmarked graves in our current urupa, um, and a lot of uh, those people in there are ones that died during the big influenza and, and measles epidemics just after Europeans arrived. The dining hall, Farekai Hakuia, was opened in 2013. Rachel Wesley takes me on a tour. So opened on a significant date for us, June the 13th, which is the anniversary of the day the treaty was signed uh, by Otako chiefs uh, and named after Hakuia, which is a, an eponymous tupuna of the majority of whānau from um, Otako. Uh, she was a Waitaha whakapapa um, and was married to Te Pahi, who was the grandson of Te Rua Hikihiki, who was a, a major rakatira. Um, from further up north around Taumutu um, and they were married as a, a political alliance um, to you know, sort of put an end to a lot of the raru that was going on. So we're entering the back entrance of the, the Farikai. Shut the door. This is the kitchen um, and what we're looking at here, this entire room and the little room just in front of us was originally um, our kitchen and dining room. So this has been extended, it's, basically yeah, doubled. Our old kitchen and dining room is now just purely kitchen. So um, oh. quite hard trying to remember what it was like trying to work in a tiny wee kitchen and trying to feed 60 odd people on the other half of the room. How did you manage to get a new Farekai? Were there fundraising efforts? Yeah, a lot of fundraising. Um, we were able to raise funds uh, through Lotteries, Marae Heritage and Facilities Fund, um, Te Puni Kōkere, uh, the Marae Development Fund through Te Runanga o Ngaitahi, uh, and a lot of whānau um, contributed koha as well. So the name of this Farekai? Hakuiao. Hakuiao. How do you spell that? H-A-K-U-I-A-O. Wow, hakuiao. Mm. Oh my gosh, you've got computers in your farikai. <laughs> you've got like an internet cyber cafe thing going on there. What's the thinking behind that? Um, they were a koha from uh, the Marine Science uh, Centre at the University of Otago. They're a regular manuhiri here. Um, they bring um, teenagers, normally year 10 Māori students out here to participate in a Māori science, wa- uh, marine science wānanga. Um, so that was a koha after one of their wānanga last year. For a small community with 100 people, 200 when, uh, during popular times, this is a pretty flash whareikai. So you is. have quite a few people coming here? Yeah, we do. Um, regularly host manuhiri. But the big thing for us is um, once every three years we host the Ngaitahu Treaty Festival. Um, and we can have numbers of up to six or 700 people here. Can the community cope with those numbers? We do. And also it puts us in a, a better place to be able to cope with tangi amongst whānau and so on too here. Obviously the thinking behind this is to take in that landscape, eh? Or to take yeah. in that view. And to um, sort of blend it with our whare nui, which we can just see out the window to the right there, just keeping the architectural integrity. How many people can this, um, can this whare kai cater for? 180. 
So we've come out of the Whare Kai Hakuyao uh, into right next door is the Whare Nui, and this is, is this Tamatia. When did this Whare open? Uh, 1946 uh, was when this one opened, and it replaced an earlier Whare Te Mahi Tamariki. And Te Mahi Tamariki was so named in order to um, sort of remember the the fight that was going on at the time around um, the Ngaitahu claim, uh, which had been going on since the 1850s. Wow. Yeah, um, but it was wooden, old, needed something new, so uh, Tamatea was built um, and is quite different in the fact that most of it is uh, concrete. Uh, you can see the back of the carvings here are all concrete. The back of the carvings are concrete. Oh, the entire carvings are concrete. Yeah, so they're, they're painted that brown red, yeah, but they're actually are, concrete. But they are concrete, yeah. Gee, what a mission. So, but are these from Te Mahi Atamariki, or are they... No, no, um, the carvings here were uh, taken from moulds that were taken from a whare nui that was housed by the Otago Museum, and the name of that whare escapes me at the moment... It was originally from up around the, the Hawke's Bay area. So it was a Ngāti Pūrau whare. Um, so we do have kind of whakapapa links of with course, them. but yes, yeah. Pūraurangi. Yeah. Why, like I understand that the new whare has to be built, but do you know why the, the name wasn't kept? Nothing, I'm not too sure. But from what I've picked up is just, you know, Tamatea is... Tamatea Pōkai Whenua, so it was, you know, Tamatea who, who travelled a lot yeah. um, and who wrecked his waka down um, in Faivai Strait and the waka became the Takitimu Mountains. And Tamatea Pōkai Whenua travelled back up Te Waipaunamu and back up to the North Island, so I suppose it's just acknowledging those connections that we have. Kapai, yeah. this is a huge whare, can I just say, from the outside. Should we go in? Indeed. And so from the outside you can see stained glass windows, so... That's not, um, oh, okay. I was going to say, them. Okay, um, one thing that's a bit different in our kawa down here is that we uh, wear our footwear inside the fuddies. So, so the carvings on the inside are plaster of Paris, so just keeping with that theme of no wood. So, no wood. Apart from the, the panelling in here. The panelling is carvings, the floor. like, you know, the old rope hall panels. Okay. So your carvings are plaster? On the inside, yeah. And tell us about who some of the old people um, worked on the panels or who did no. the carvings? Um, the car- these, again, were taken from moulds from that whare from, uh, that was in the Otago Museum, yeah. So we don't know too much about the tūpuna represented on the, um, on the po. So when people ask about the tūpuna, no kōrero can be given, No kōrero can be given, no. And you've, oh, so this, this used to be a, a community hall while there's yeah, a stage. Yeah, back in the 1940s. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, the marae was treated very much as a, a community centre, so there were lots of dances and socials yeah. held. Um, and you can see on some of the carvings there's, like, little bits missing. Yes. Um, yeah. Well before my time but I've heard plenty of stories about rugby games in here and <laughs> so on and so forth, hijinks. So I'm inside the Whare Nui Tamatea and um, um, obviously you know, not many Whare Nui have this but there's actually a, a workable stage that you can kind of get up on and perform a dance in front of a crowd with curtains and everything and carvings surrounding it. So, I mean, what is this whare used for, um, Rachel, these days? These days it's used mostly as a, a whare, so meetings, sleeping, 
Um, occasionally we still hold social events in here. Um, a few years ago we had a high tea for our local komatua in here with, you know, entertainment, all that sort of thing. Well, and so stained glass windows, can you, oh my gosh, let's walk over here to this one inside. So we've got a roll of honour. Locals from Otako. So these are yeah, Otako people who went off to fight in the Boer War, World War One and World War Two. And we've got our um, a memorial stained glass window sitting just in between the two rolls of honour here uh, that was done as a, a memorial to those who went off to fight. Well, and all of these names are from Otako? All of these names are from Otako. In your time here as um, you know, a local from Otako, what's the biggest gathering that you've witnessed uh, here on the marae? Oh, gosh, that's <laughs> a hard one. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, the treaty festivals that we have once every three years are probably good contenders. Um, yeah. There's been a couple of tangi that have been pretty major. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that uh, we had the Waitangi Tribunal here in 1987, I think it was. So I was wow. still a, a teenager, and I just remember that being really massive here. Yeah. What's the kawa here? Um, is it paiki? Paiki. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, paiki, we quite often have, um, you know, conduct the pōwhiri inside the whare. Um, and I suppose the only thing that's really sort of quite noticeable about our kawa being different from other places um, is that when it comes to the hungi miti hariru, yes. uh, wahine go first. So it's wahine tuatahi ki te wahine tuatahi. Did you witness that as a kid? Is there any oh, particular yes. reason? Is there any no. reason behind that? I'm not too sure of the reasoning behind it. It's just the way it's been done ever since I can remember. Wow. Yeah. The major hapu that we tie into here is kaitirua hekeheke, which takes in quite a bit of... Um, the, the east coast of the South Island, I suppose. We've got strong, uh, Te Rua Heke Heke strong up around Taumutu near Christchurch as well. Um, the other major hapu here are Kaitupahi, Kaitupahi. Uh, Moki, and uh, Kati Tauka. Wow, so we're inside Tamatia Whare Nui. Um, who, who opened this whare? Peter Fraser. It's on a plaque outside. Oh, OK. Yeah, no, should, we, should we take a walk outside? Um, Rachel? Centenary Whare Runanga, 1840 to 1940, opened by the Right Honourable P. Fraser, 7 December 1946. What's that down there, um, Rachel? Um, that there is part of our infrastructure. That's the septic tank farm. Septic tank farm? Yeah, we're not on uh, you know, reticulated water or sewage out here, so we have to cater for all that ourselves. Yeah, so it's designed to cope with huge volumes of waste. Um, so it's collected down in there, filtered, and then um, goes through a system um, up the hill in a, a big dispersal field. So yes. by the time it comes out, it's apparently it, it's potable. It's like ro- recycled. It's like, oh. it's like drinkable water by the time it comes out, but um, that's not something we're likely to try. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's, an, that's amazing. Who, who helped you set that up? Um, that was part of the, the whole um, extension of our whare kai. So that whole project was over, uh, overseen by Arrow Construction. Um, and I think the people who designed the uh, septic tank field um, were Aircom. Um, one of the issues we have here as far as um, getting rid of our waste is concerned is that 
very close to the sea. That's uh, right. High water table below ground, so you just have to be really careful about how we do things. What happens when there's real, like, hard-out storms? Do you get issues with water? Um, not, you know, as far as, a, you know, operational here on the Marae's concerned, but as far as, you know, the rest of the environment... Um, we do sometimes have issues with the water from the harbour coming up onto the road. Um, oh. Yeah, sometimes we even have issues with that just when we have uh, rather large container ships going out. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, um, but we are quite prone to, you know, surface flooding and landslips and things like that around here. Mm. Do you have a strong ahika here, um, Rachel, in terms of people who manage the marae? Yeah, there's a, probably a, a good core... Five or six whānau that are a really strong ahika here, and um, most of them have been ahika over several generations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, went to school here, went to meetings here. Oh, it's your all local that sort of thing. Um, we, there did used to be a, a school here on the Marae, and it closed 1976, oh, okay. and so after that, all our, our tamariki had to go to Portobello. So um, the old school building is where we have our Runanga office now. Um, and this is the 45-minute, well, yeah, about a 45-minute drive out of um, Dunedin. Do you feel the need to go back into, do you feel isolated here or you just got everything where you are? Got everything right where <laughs> I am. <laughs> Besides, when you look at the view out here, you know, why would you want to be anywhere else? Do you have a, um, a local source of kai? Yeah, um, tuaki, a pretty particular tuataka. It's one of our tauka. Oh, that's so you've only, you've got your own little pātaka kai happening here as well. Yeah, um, it's a, yeah quite a tauka. Sort of do as much as we can to, to look after. Mm, yeah. Of course. To the left of the Farinui Tamatia, we're now walking across a little bridge. Oh, we can hear a little. Is that a little little wee creek? To now you've maybe seen it in postcards or pictures but there is a church next to Otako Marae and Rachel's taking me in there now okay and shoes on okay did you come in here as a child Oh, yes. Rachel, yeah, we don't a little scared. <laughs> no, I never used to be scared in, in here. I've been to you know numerous weddings and, and you know tangi services and christenings and um, occasionally uh, ministers would come out and hold services out here as well. So it's just part of yeah. growing up out here, I suppose. So the religion we talked briefly is Methodist. Yeah, they were the first missionaries uh, in Otako. And tell us about your name, how that came about. <laughs> All right, yes, Wesley, <laughs> my tupuna who uh, who took on Christianity wanted a powerful name. Uh, that reflected his mana. Uh, and so Wesley being a very powerful name amongst Methodists, that was the name he took on, and that's the name we still have. It was in 1931 that the church was first proposed. Seven years later, in 1938, the structure was built made of brick. In 1940, the foundation was laid and the church officially opened in 1941. Okay. This so this bit here that we're looking at is uh, the pulpit. So normally that's where the minister would preach sermons and so on. Um, now this church here was opened in 1941. Um, as a centenary you know, memorial building you know, for the, the treaty, basically. Um, but the pulpit 
uh, parts of that came from the, the first church that was here uh, in the, on the Marae. Um, and the pulpit was carved by a missionary uh, who was German extraction, uh, the Reverend Ryman Schneider. So um, that's what we're looking at in the pulpit. It sort of looks very Māori, but it doesn't look quite Māori at the same time. You see the wee carvings around the top. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are those tukutuku panels in there? Yeah, yeah. So wow. those are modern. They're not from the original pulpit. Oh, right. It's just the wood. Just yeah. the wood. Okay. Yeah. And then what's this area called? Uh, that there is the nave in here with the, the altar. Yeah. Um, and so, so around the walls and all there is uh, the tukutuku panels, um, just depicting various various things. There's um, Purapura Fetu and Potama and Akapataki as well. And you're describing yeah. the patterns of the tukutuku? Yeah, describing the patterns of the tukutuku panels, yeah. And then up behind that we've got another stained glass window um, just depicting Jesus Christ with a few people around him, some uh, tamariki, Māori tamariki and a Pākehā child. Yes. Yep. And then above um, this area we've got um, the words Haere mai tato kia koropiko kia tu ohu. Hmm. Kapai. People, do people still use this church, um, Rachel? Uh, for weddings and tangi mostly, yeah. We- yeah. As we head to the rear of the church, there are two large locked doors. The small room has air conditioning, and rightly so because of the taonga inside. Rachel explains more. Uh, at the back of it, we've got a wee whareitauka, or whareitaonga. Uh, so this is a bit like, you know, the, the hapu treasure house, I suppose. It's a, a bit of a repository for oh, tauka okay. from various whanau and from the hapu. Is it safe to go in there? It's safe to go in. Okay, you know what I mean? You know what <laughs> kind of safe I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wow, all these... Let's turn the light on in here because it's very dark. Oh, light bulb's brighter. So you see on the walls are the portraits of, of various tūpuna. On uh, one side it's all karetai tūpuna, and on the other side, just above us, are tairos. So directly above the door is uh, Mātenga Tairo. Um, he was a signatory to the uh, treaty, but he signed it down at Ruapuki rather than here at Otago. Oh. Yeah. And just to the right of him is his son, uh, Hori Kirei Tairua, uh, who was an MP for Southern Māori um, back in the 1880s, I think off the top of my head. So this is your taonga, your whare taonga, and you've, my gosh, look, you've even got glass cases in here with various Greek ponamu and... Yeah, yeah um, one of the last missionaries out here, the Reverend Pibus, he was uh, coming and ministering to the community out here at the time that the church in the whare nui was built. And um, he did a lot of the foundation work here in the museum, just with collecting things and uh, getting cabinets in, um, and just basically, you know, starting the, the foundation of our whare tauka, basically. Um, and then a lot of people throughout the community, you know, not necessarily, you know, with Whakapapa to Otako, just the wider community, uh, have often brought things along, you know, like archaeological artefacts, um, more bones and things that have just been found around the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still happens now if, you know, local people find something interesting uh, quite often they'll bring it to us (laughs) (laughs) and most of the time it ends up in here yeah (laughs) 
へと潤るか、もて洗いて潤え、パコとかうわんな、かっぱいこてわか、ほろえかきてたおか、いかえひなき、えてれふたい。おあれてうる、かいかいてぽ、かいかいてぽうえ。